Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What is going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW Podcast. This is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield, alongside the great Gerard Bonner and the beautiful Diana Michelle. And y'all, I'm just saying, we are coming off one of the craziest shows in our history. It was a milestone event. SHW 50 was last Friday. Uh, I'm still kind of coming off of the craziness of it. How has your guys' week been before we get into the uh, the madness here? Uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. I just got news that one of my coworkers has the vid. Oh, so my sister is- has it actually currently. So really? yeah, guess it's still making. <laughs> right when they right when they say it's no longer an emergency. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I will say this: she and I don't know about your coworker. Hopefully, it's not too bad. But with my sister, it wasn't that bad of a case. Kind of like when I had it, wasn't really that bad. It was like real bad one day. And then the rest of the day is just a bad stuffy nose and sore throat. But anyways, hopefully your coworkers all right. But you're I good though, right? Did. As far as I know, she just found out like the other okay. day. So we'll I got things to do. <laughs> I got things to do. Look, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody exactly. got time for that. The pool's about to open up. I got time for that, but I don't have it's time bi- to it's bikini season. I you know, I might I might be sporting a bit or I mean Diana's be sporting a bikini. Who knows? Anybody. <laughs> Do what you want. Anyways, GB, how's your week? <laughs> crazy. Very, very, very crazy week. But uh, it's good to be here with you guys. And I'm excited because my daughter graduates college this weekend. So. Hey, congratulations, oh, super Jordan. Super All right. excited for her. So, yeah. Fantastic. Fun times. Fun wow. times. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember those days. They were so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> good times. College Good graduates. Times. Oh, yes. And oh, then you yes. got Jax. Jax is what now? Three, four? Jax three? turns four on four. Tuesday. He Whew. turns four oh, on Tuesday. Is he still yes. reminding you of his birthday? Coming oh, up? he is. He is. He's <laughs> made a wonderful list. As he should. He as, as he should. As he should. As he should. Absolutely. That away. That's true. Very true. <laughs> uh, well, hey. How about we get into this crazy card? It was a milestone event, like we said, SHW 50. Uh, four and a half years into this crazy promotion that is Southern Honor Wrestling, we finally reached our 50th show. Jake the Snake Roberts, our matchmaker, put together a uh, a massive card, and uh, boy, did it deliver <laughs> because uh, we had four of the opening round matches for the Jake the Snake Legacy uh, Championship Tournament, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we had two big title matches as well as a couple other matches. And let's just uh, let's get into it real quick and run through the card and uh, let everybody know what happened and uh, get everybody pumped up to watch it uh, on IWTV uh, when it drops because it's going to be a good one. I promise you that. But um, we started out, we knew we were going to have a tag team match with the hierarchy, Joe Black and Murder One. We also knew they were going to be in a very foul mood, which they were, uh, and uh, we weren't feeling too good about their opponents, whoever it may have been. Because at first we didn't know, but once it was announced, it was Northside Heroes, Shoot a Gabe, uh, Manuel. I mean, yes, I tell Jose you, Manuel, yeah. yeah, Jose Manuel. Those guys. Um, it was good to see them. Good to meet those guys. Yeah. Seemed like great guys. However, I just don't know that on your first appearance in SHW, you really want to go up against Joe Black and Murder One, especially if they're in a bad mood after coming off the last show. Uh I don't know. How do we feel about that match? It, it didn't really last that long, but uh, I'll give I'll give Northside Heroes credit. 
They showed up. They mm-hmm. uh, tried to show out. It just uh, didn't last that long. What do we think? No, well, I mean, like you said, first first outing at SHW, and you had to go against Murder One and Joe Black. <laughs> That's almost like no. I think I'll wait till the next time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, you want to get your foot in the door, right? You want to be on the roster for SHW. I think they did as well as could be expected for any tag team. Yeah coming against Joe Black and Murder One in this situation with this mindset that they had. And I, I do think they did they did a good showing. I think they did um probably not as as well as they wanted to, but like again, Joe Black Murder One, pissed off, you know, raging. So I mean, props and offside heroes for even jumping in the ring with these two guys to stop. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually shocked. Um offside heroes came in with no fear. Right. Uh, they they came in gangs busting. I mean, like they attacked Murder One and Joe Black. Like I didn't see that coming, and they never backed down. Right. So to that end, um, I think that was brave. I think that was again a great first showing for them. Um, and I mean that really was the only way they could show up. They couldn't come in scared. You know, mm-hmm. they knew what they knew that they were going to have a tough, tough time. So you go in and knock them off their block and hope you can get a quick upset victory. And that's what they tried to do. They only angered the hierarchy, but uh, (laughs) you know, I think, I think against any other team with that same approach, I think they could get some things done in SHW, but shout out to the hierarchy who again, got their own welcome surprise, which hopefully uh, lightened their mood after uh, coming in so angry. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy because you don't normally see Joe Black like smiling and offering up a, a gift to someone, but he told Murder One he had a, a surprise for him, and uh, we knew that the American males were out front doing a meet and greet prior to the show. We knew they were going to be uh, there doing that. We didn't expect to see them during the show uh, or on the show, and sure enough, they came out. We got to enjoy their theme song. Uh, once again, Boy, Buff's in the theme song. And Buff came out with the microphone in hand, singing <laughs> along with it, which, I, yeah, it was what yeah. it was. But uh, it was entertaining, and mm-hmm. Buff had the message for hierarchy, and I think it was right in line with what a lot of the fans want to see, which was uh, he talked about the hierarchy looking like they might be the next SHW Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, they have to get a rematch for the right. tag titles, and we haven't heard anything official about that. But we've been saying that since last month, since they got screwed out of that match uh, where they had the opportunity last month. So mm-hmm. hopefully uh, Jake the Snake heard that, and maybe we'll see uh, an upcoming rematch for the Tag Team Championships, and uh, maybe there won't be so much uh, craziness and uh, chic- chicanery involved mm-hmm. uh, in the next matchup. So we'll see. But um, I don't have my list in front of me, so I'm just going off the top of my head here as far as uh, the match order. But uh, I know Gary came out and spoke to the crowd. I believe after that, and then from there was it the triple threat that came next? Am I right on that? I'm trying to remember. Anyways, if we're out of order, that's okay. We'll get everything. Okay. But I do know that Carly Bravo got brought out for this triple threat match that we yeah, all I, assumed that he was going to be a part of. I right. Yeah, no, I feel like. Well, go ahead. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't. Know if I'm out of order, we might wrong. bounce around. But either yeah, yeah, way, yeah. we'll we'll cover it all. But uh, so Carly comes out. And I definitely want to get to this one because this was fun. This was a lot of fun for the entire crowd uh, and especially for Mr. Bad News and Tattoos himself. But uh, Carly Bravo gets introduced to the ring. It... Oh, 
She I don't think it was. I think it was uh, Nick Halen and Shoot Taylor next. Ah, okay. Well, in was that, case... that ne- wait was wait wait was that next? <laughs> you know what? It, we don't have to go in order. We don't have to go in order. We'll hit everything. It just might not be in order. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways, uh, Carly gets introduced to the ring by the mm-hmm. lovely Diana Michelle. And before you can introduce the next two uh, competitors, we get a surprise. No, she of- did introduce the next two competitors. They all got in the what? ring. No, 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 no. Before, let me finish. Hello. Before she introduced the next two competitors, we got a surprise by the captain. Sean Dean, SHW original comes out and we're thinking, okay, it's Carly's tag team partner. They're in AEW together. They're in ROH together. We're thinking, okay, he's just here to support his partner uh, in this triple threat match. Little did we know that the captain had a surprise announcement for everybody, uh, mainly Carly Bravo. And that was that Carly and the captain, the infantry are now all elite. And so we will be seeing them a lot more in AEW and ROH which they've already been appearing there uh, as it was, but now they're uh, officially all elite, which was a massive bombshell announcement. And uh, But by saying that, he let Carly know that uh, you're not going to be in this match tonight. You're all elite now. So there's new, uh, what did he say? We have a new assignment? Or we... Orders. New orders. Yeah, we have new orders. That's what it was. And uh, so then we get the uh, displeasure of, uh, you know, the frat boy coming out to the ring kind of spoiling the celebration and uh, wanting to take Carly's place. He even bribed his way in with $5,000 or so we thought. That envelope ended up being empty. (laughs) I don't know if Carly ever got paid backstage or what, but uh, he did give up a spot. But before they left the ring, they left uh, Bryce Cannon laying in the center of the ring. And then Diana got around to introducing uh, Zicky Dice uh, and Rob Kiljoy. And, man, what a fun match that was. I don't know if I'm too thrilled with how it ended, but uh, but it was a fun match nonetheless. I'll let you guys take over. What do we think about this craziness? The Carly announcement, the triple threat match, all of it. How are we feeling? First off, congratulations to Sean Dean and Carly, the infantry. Yeah. I can't wait to see what's going to happen there. That's He did it, y'all. He did it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna cry. I cried in the ring, but I'm not gonna cry. Oh, <laughs> okay. The match itself, best part was Bryce laid out there and the whole thing. <laughs> the whole the whole thing. I don't even remember him rolling out or getting up. I don't even know how he did what he did, but that was the best part. I mean, I just want to stand by the ring and be like, oh, the whole time. But Yes, it was a very big surprise ending for that, and and I didn't have a good time. I still have a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to work backwards and say the match itself was crazy and became – not that the match was going to be predictable. We, we had talked in the pre-show and we talked here about potential strategies. Obviously, Carly was a favorite since he was the first one to mention that championship and mention his pursuit of that. Um we thought that, you know, it might end up with him and Zicky siding with each other, trying to perhaps eliminate Killjoy and go after it themselves. We talked about how, you know, Zicky uh, was pretty much undefeated against Carly. So everything got thrown out the window with Carly's announcement. Um, and I think it made for an incredible match because it made it even more unpredictable. 
There were moments where it looked like Killjoy was going to win this. There were moments where it looked like Zicky was going to win this. At no point did I think that <laughs> the frat boy would end up winning this thing. But he did. And, he wasn't even uh, supposed to be there that night. He wasn't even right. supposed to be there. Not, That's not in the tournament. So crazy. Yeah, yeah, not in the tournament. It's crazy. You just show up and end up getting not just a spot, but now you're in the semifinals of this tournament. As for Carly, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Who is more prepared for this kind of opportunity than Carly Bravo? And the irony, you know, again, we've we've uh, documented this before, how Brandon and I had the privilege of being there from literal day one for uh, his career. And we knew he was going to be special. We knew he was going to be a star. He took advantage of every opportunity given during the pandemic, um, wrestling all over the place, making a name for himself, uh, doing the work. We hear a lot about doing the work and finishing your story and all of these kinds of things. He is uh, proof of the beauty of people. You know, I think a lot of people work on their skills to be able and, and, make their ability a big thing, but they lack in availability. And he showed up and uh, where he was needed. If he only had two hours notice, he showed up and he knew as long as I'm there, I'm going to give you a show. And he was undeniable. And so I just love that they were able to share this moment with us. Yeah. You know, um, it could have been done privately. It could have been done in a press release somewhere on a random day on Twitter, but instead we get this massive news. And so I am so excited for him. Um, and I hope it's a lesson to all of the wrestlers and other personalities who are out there who are interested in being in a, a part of a national promotion. Keep doing the work. People are paying attention. And when you least expect it, boom, this kind of news happens. So shout out to my guy, Carly Bravo. Yeah. Oh, man. Unbelievable. I mean, we all had goosebumps on top of goosebumps. It was just Did. such a... A cool moment, like you said, GB man. So cool that we all got to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and on top of that, then they laid out Bryce Cannon. I was like, man, this night can't get any better. Yeah. And then Bryce went on to win the triple threat. And went, oh, are you trust kidding me, guys? Me? You have to hear the commentary on that. <laughs> you have to hear the commentary. Oh, but it was fun. Uh, it was just uh, the whole night was fun. A lot of craziness, but then we'll get to it. But uh, mm -hmm. so uh, so let's talk about uh, Nick Halen, Shoe Taylor. Uh, another shocking, uh, turn of events here. It wasn't necessarily that shocking that shoot Taylor won the match because he's a formidable opponent. And of course, mm -hmm. uh, he, he had all the tools to win the match. Mm -hmm. However, it was the way it happened and the quickness in which it happened. Uh, both of the opponents were in the ring. The, the match got started. Uh, I had heard earlier in the, in the night or earlier in the day you know, AC Mack's going to be here. He's got a match. Uh, he may want to come join you on commentary for this Nick Halen match. And I thought, okay, if he does, cool. If not, no big deal. The match gets started. AC Mack never came down. So I thought, okay, I guess he's not coming down. And then after the match has started, AC's, AC Mack's music hits and he makes his way down. And I don't know if he's joining us or if he's going to get involved in this match. Well, he comes to the table and we got a headset ready for him just in case. And while that's going on, Nick Halen, completely distracted with his eyes on AC Mack, gets a quick roll up from uh from uh, from shoot and a quick one, two, three, and we're like, we're we were in the middle of welcoming 
AC Mack <laughs> to the table. So we didn't even see the roll up until we started hearing the three count from the referee and we were blown away. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And of course, Nick Halen was livid and I understand why, but he came over and started to try to blame us for it. How is that our fault? That's what I want to know. How in the world is that our fault? But anyways, how'd you feel about that one, Diana? I think Nick Halen, Nick Halen, is <laughs> trying to get AC's goat picked on the wrong guy and shoot Taylor. I don't think he gave him the credit he is due in his ability. If I'm not mistaken, shoot jumped on it quick. Oh yeah. Start the match. He was re- he was fired up and ready to go. It didn't. I mean, he didn't necessarily need a distraction right. from AC. I feel like he would have came away with a win either way, but. I mean, I'm I'm happy that he is advanced in this tournament for sure. And uh, Nick just sitting there in the ring with his head between his knees, you know, just looking as pitiful as only he could. That's just a shame, isn't it? It's just a shame, exactly. It's just a shame. (laughs) (laughs) One, One of the cardinal rules of pro wrestling, never turn your back on your opponent. One would think that the wrestler of the year would know this. Co co wrestler of the year. No, he wants to be called the wrestler of the year. I'll never, I'm not calling that. No, 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 no. I'm making a point. And that point is wrestler of the year. If you want to be the sole wrestler of the year, you should have enough focus on your opponent to know that none of that stuff, music showing up, all these things shouldn't distract you. And if it does, you should understand that someone's going to want to get a quick pin on you and you should have enough wherewithal to be able to kick out. So yeah. I don't know that you can successfully call yourself the wrestler of the year. If it just took somebody's music to distract you, right, nobody came in the ring. Exactly. Right. That is a bit. That's wrestling. One Oh one. That's day you know one. I mean? That's day one stuff. Day one <laughs> stuff. So shout out to my guy who I've been, I've been telling you guys, he's the man. And uh, Shoot Taylor just beat the wrestler of the year. Uh, Shoot Taylor also has a, a win uh, over AC Mack in another promotion that I had the privilege of calling. So you could say Shoot Taylor has now beaten the two men who've called themselves wrestler of the year. That's major. That's, That's major. very yeah. major. And he's done that in less than 12 months. So shout out to him. I'm excited to see what his future is going to be in the tournament, which we you know now know and we'll get to. But as for uh, Dick Clark, man, American Bandstand is waiting for you, kind sir. It is waiting for you. Uh, I don't want to see him, Dan. I will say, unfortunately, that was not the last we would see of Nick Halen, and we'll talk about that in a a minute. But uh, anyways, moving on, let's talk about uh, uh, SHW debut as we had Alexander Moss, the absolute truth, coming in here to take on SHW original, the star of the show. Ashton Starr, and I will say that Moss came in here and uh, he gave he gave Ashton a, a run for his money. Ashton did come out with the win, but uh, Moss looked very impressive in his uh, mm-hmm. SHW debut. I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to see more of what he does. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think he 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 actually did fit in really well with SHW crowd. Um, it was a great match. Ashton did his thing. Alexander Moss brought it, brought the absolute truth. I mean, 
I'm not mad about this match at all. I'm glad Ashley won, but I would love to see more of what Mr. Moss, forever Moss, if you will, has to offer. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I think one of the great joys that we are seeing with uh, Jake the Snake as the new matchmaker is all of this new talent that's finding its way to SHW. He is literally searching uh, the country far and wide to find the best talent in Alexander Moss. It, it was as though he'd been there before. Right. I mean, he did not feel like he was out of place at all from start to finish. And so I definitely want to see more of him. And shout out to Ashton. Two wins in a row. Uh, the Ashton star that we once knew uh, he's shed his petty ways. He has figured out how to become the star of the show. And we're seeing nothing but winning ways for Ashton Starr. It's going to be very, very interesting to see his uh, future trajectory. You know, we're getting ready for the June show, which means in a couple of months we'll have Rumble Jack. You know, right. could we see him show up there? Could that be perhaps his path to return to the SHW championship or maybe even lay claim to the uh, Jake the Snake legacy title? I think there are all sorts of options for the star of the show, Ashton Starr. And what was interesting, too, is after that match, Ashton wins the match, and then all of a sudden we see on the screen uh, a, a message directed straight to Ashton Star from a newcomer named Movie Mike. And we found out that uh, Movie Mike will be making his SHW debut at our June show, SHW 51. And it, it, it it's almost like he's been stalking Ashton from afar, and he wanted Ashton to be his plus one. And, and I'm not sure if that means... He wants to form a tag team with them. Does he want to face them one-on-one in a match? I'm not quite sure what to make of it. But what I do know is that this is three in a row of these newcomers coming in and going right after Ashton Starr, trying to make a name for themselves in Southern Honor Wrestling. I will say it didn't work out for Hunter James. It did not work out for Alexander Moss. Who knows? Time will tell what happens with Movie Mike. Uh, but I will say that was I was very intrigued. And if you didn't see it at the show live, uh, it was posted earlier this week on the uh, SHW social media. So go and check that video out of Movie Mike and his message to Ashton Starr. But uh, very, very interesting for sure. But uh, all right, let's get to the tag team championship matchup. It was Sunny Days, Sal Renaro, Happy Madness, defending the titles against the newly formed team of Owen Knight and Nodgicism who were 1-0 after defeating the Washington Bullets last month at SHW 49 and uh, got a huge opportunity here after only having one match. Jake the Snake put him in a title match, and I think a lot of folks, including myself, thought these could be the guys to finally knock off Happy Madness. And had Owen not done what he did in this match, I think they were on the track to win the match. But Owen Knight, Owen Knight, after all this time, perhaps playing the long con after losing the best of seven series to Nodgicism. I don't think he was ever, I don't think he ever got over it. And GB, you talked about that on commentary. Uh, Owen Knight turning on Nadja in this matchup, clocking him out, allowing Happy Madness to pin Nodgicism and win the match. Unbelievable. I think the whole crowd was so shocked. The last time I heard a crowd boo Owen Knight was when he was a member of the new era. That was a long time ago. Okay, mm -hmm. and ever since then, he's been the working team captain. He's been on his own doing his thing. He's won the SHW championship, had a great title reign. 
And whenever he comes out, the whole crowd gets war ready. And it's just an awesome vibe. It's an awesome entrance. And to see that happen, it just took the air out of the room. I think everybody was stunned. I know I was. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, Owen Knight turning on his partner and uh, kind of giving up the match in the process. I mentioned in the pre-show that I did not see them team as a team yet. They didn't have that thing, yeah. the glue that was going to hold them together. I did not see them becoming the champions that way. And I, I was a little shocked that the way it happened, but at the same time, not really, not really. And, and I, mm. I know that they were booing Owen for this, but at the end of the day, SHW is Owen's home and Naja is still the new guy. Yeah, He's still the new guy in the whole thing. We're going to be war ready regardless. I like Owen as a bad guy. I you mean, like your bad boys. I know that much. You I like like, when boy. I met Owen, he was a bad guy. So, mm. I mean, I have no issues if he wants to turn. But is he really turning? Or is he just, this is my home? Naja, well, you know, this is my place. I'm not going to let you just come on in and interrupt my entrance music for one, my intro. Come out to your music, you know, and make everything about you. Yeah even though you beat me in the seven series. I mean, I, I didn't see this team lasting, but it would have been nice if it could have. It, it, it wouldn't have been a technical excellence equivalent, but it would have been very close. Okay. Yeah. So, and you know, I even said during the entrance and I, I said to GB, I said, did you happen to catch Owen's face right there? Because Owen was doing his normal entrance with his music mm-hmm. and then it got cut off midway through and and not just music hit and i happened to catch a glimpse yeah Yeah. i caught a glimpse of owen's face when that happened kind of like a a shock like wait a second my song wasn't done yet and right then i kind of thought "Uh oh we off to bad start already like he didn't get a chance to go and and bathe in the crowd he didn't get a chance to get on the top turnbuckle and do his thing you know that's the thing that's the owen thing so yeah i mean and i feel it Diana, Diana, <laughs> Diana, you have once again, you know, you you had the cheat code about a year and change ago when it came to Gunnar Miller asking the right questions. And I think you are raising a point that the SHW faithful, after everybody gets out of their feelings, mm-hmm. has to sit down and think about how many people would you allow to come into your home and do all of the things that Nadja has done. Right. And be good with them. Now, I think we all thought that the idea of winning championship gold would be enough to put those differences aside. But then think about it. Owen Knight is a former SHW champion with the second longest reign in the history of this company. He's a guy who was an honorable champion. He fought on his own. He didn't have any help, you know, in terms of winning the title and couldn't get any help once he lost the title. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now to share a championship with the guy that beat him in the best of seven and who's just kind of like, well, come on, man, we could do this. Like, sure. Owen, I said this on commentary and I, Owen picked his spot. And Owen waited until the right moment when it looked like this thing was locked up which says to me, Happy Madness didn't beat them. They Mm -hmm. beat themselves. 
Yeah. Like and I said, the, I thought they had it won. Had that not they happened. did. Yeah. They, they did. did. You know, it was, it was Owen's choice. Yeah. So it, I think it's going to be interesting to see as the fans watch and consume our thoughts on this, as they hear commentary, as they actually think about it. You know, what would you do in that situation? Would you be cool with somebody who came into your house, rubbed it in your face, had the trophy, all the things, beat you in the best of seven, and then now let's let's come together and win the tag titles? Well, basically moved into your room and it's like, we're roommates, regardless if you like it or not. I don't care how long you've been here. And Owen didn't even ask for this. Didn't even ask for that. Exactly. Didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. So you just die. Ooh, I can't wait to see what the people have to say about <laughs> this. Because I think, again, in the moment, it's like, oh. But when you just take a step back. Hmm. Well, we were in our fields because we want to have him madness to lose some titles. Yeah. Right. And really, we didn't care to who. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well, some happy madness has retained. And after what Buff Bagwell said to the hierarchy, I don't know. Again, Jake the Snake hasn't made anything official, but I don't know if they have another date with the hierarchy or not. But, I mean, I, I kind of hope so. So we'll see what happens coming up. But uh, Can we'll I see. just scare everybody real quick? Sure. Uh. To, today is day number 252 <laughs> of the reign of happy madness bless you happy madness by the time we get to the next show will be certainly over a hundred days longer than either of the two reigns of technical excellence just wow. think about that wow they're approaching 300 uh, days guys again i say and i say it every time it helps when the majority of your reign your uh, the your the booker at the time was part of your group, Certainly. and uh, you didn't have to defend the title, so that that mm-hmm. kind of helps. Mm-hmm. Anywho, mm-hmm. let's move on to the next match. We had the Kenway returning after an impressive impressive showing last month against Chip Day, coming in here to take on one third of Exotic Youth Zach Mosley, who's returning from a back injury, and um, great back and forth match here. Uh, of course, you had Pepper Bottom accompanying. Uh, Zach Mosley to ringside, and we talked about this ahead of the show. That's that's what might come into play here for the Kenway. The Kenway's got to keep his head on a swivel because uh, the you know exotic youth never travel alone. Uh, Kenway ended up coming out on top in this thing, but if you saw him in the ring after the match, it didn't he did not look like a winner as uh, he was getting beat down. And then we got the troll of all trolls. We hear Cyrus's music, and I'm thinking he's not supposed to be here. He's in Japan. I thought. Right. And Cyrus is coming in to make the save for the Kenway. And then freaking Bryce Cannon again. Anyways. And, and so all of Exotic Youth are beating down on the Kenway here. And, uh, of course, that's leading into the next round of the tournament at the next show. So, anyways, Kenway wins the match. But uh, I don't know if he has the advantage going into next month in the next round of the tournament here. So Exactly. I, I, I think he's going to be fine. <laughs> I think he's going to be fine. It's a good thing about having months in between shows instead of every week. He's got a little more time to recover. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. I mean, he went, he went the time limit with Chip Day. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you got three gnats just, (laughs) you know, bugging you and and you know trip you up. Okay, whatever, beat you down a little bit. But we got to remember, Kenway is endorsed by Joe Black. Oh yeah, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see. Bryce getting one over on Kenway. 
I yeah. feel like um, Bryce is just trying to really push his way in and, and just take over everything. Somebody's got to trip him up real good. It's going to be more than just the infantry smashing his face into the, to the mat and leaving him for dead. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be good. I think Kenway's going to get his way, going to get his revenge and uh, show him what it's really about to come into SHW and stake your claim. Yeah, you know, the Kenway is quickly making SHW his home, and I think we are quickly welcoming him. Um, you know, again, we talk about these new stars donning the doors of SHW. He he just has that SHW DNA and um, really could be an amazing, amazing star here. A big, big win for him. But I do think he's going to have to pay attention to all that exotic youth can do because mm -hmm. exotic youth collectively – is a problem whether we like them or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sure. Well, I can't wait for the next round of the tournament to kick off next month. SHW 51, June 9th. Second mm -hmm. Friday, June 9th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A reminder. Uh, but let's move on down the card here. Uh, the next match here, who, which we thought could possibly be the show stealer. And uh, I think it really almost was or should have been until old uh, Rick showed up again and had to get involved again uh but anyways it was ac mac and chip day put on one heck of a matchup until nick halen came down used the steel chair referee wasn't looking caught ac mac in the leg that leg was giving him trouble the rest of the match and on top of that we were uh had the displeasure of being joined on commentary by nick halen again and uh we you know how thrilled we were when it happened last time well we were just <laughs> as thrilled this time and uh boy was he trying to give me the business or give us the business rather. And uh, it just, it, it was just a headache. I'm, I'm just there to do a job. I'm trying to call the match in the ring. And you got this guy in our ear, just giving us grief. And then in totally denying everything he had just done. We're like, you came down here, you cheated. You just hit him in the chair with the leg. And he's like, why is he paying attention to me? He should be in the ring. I'm like, what are you talking about? Anyways, just, I couldn't believe it. Did he get your name right this time? But because, no. no, he didn't. And he called you Denise again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, and then I started calling him Rick, and boy, he was. Then I was like, again, I get, I get real brave when GB's in between us. Clearly, <laughs> I'm sorry, GB. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It just something Jeez. happens, and I'm like, anyways. Luckily, nothing. There was uh, no confrontation. Nothing physical uh, happened, but uh, yeah, and uh, it cost AC Mac the match, the uh, the leg problem that uh, all thanks to Nick uh, Nick Halen. And that's not to say earlier you said shoot Taylor didn't need any help. Chip Day certainly didn't need any help, but uh, who knows what would have happened had Nick Halen not gotten involved. Chip Day still could have possibly won the match. AC Mack could have won the match. We don't know. But what we do know is that afterwards, uh, AC Mack calls out Nick Halen and says, look, we're going to have a match. We're going to settle this once and for all. And he put a huge stipulation on the line for next month. He says, we're going to have this match. And if I win, I am the sole wrestler of the year for the state of Georgia in 2022. However, if I lose, I don't deserve to be here anymore, and I'll leave SHW for good. Can you imagine? SHW day one, AC Mac was in the very first match at the very first show, and he's been SHW through and through for the last four and a half years, <clears throat> all the way through SHW 50, and if somehow, some way, I hope not, but if Nick Halen comes out and wins this match, AC's going to be gone for good? 
I just can't even fathom that. I can't imagine. So it's like you said with Gunner last month, like when he made the the challenge to Judas, it's like he's thinking he's too emotional. He's not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the case with AC Mack here, and I'm I'm kind of worried. I'm not saying he can't beat Nick Halen, but I know Nick Halen will sink to any level, stoop to any level to to get a win, and I'm just I'm concerned. I don't feel good about this stipulation. I don't know about you guys, but I don't feel good. I never like it when somebody puts their the rest of their career at a certain place on at on the line. I don't, I don't like it, especially when it's my home and one of my face because I take it personally but for some reason I, I, I'm not worried about this I, I don't I mean one we did a rematch between AC and Chip mm-hmm. one without the outside interference because that was that was bad that was mm-hmm. awesome yeah. oh yeah that was a great match <laughs> yeah. I want to see more I would love to see a 30 minute Iron Man, Man match with that one Ooh. just because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. Honestly, I couldn't. Nick's going to do his thing. I mean, we, we know he has history in other promotions where he was devious and, and um, wasn't always on the up and up, playing fair. And he's just going to bring that with him. That's the way it is. So AC's going to be ready for that. I mean, he's dealt with devious before. You know, he's been devious. And so mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not worried. Right. Yeah, you you, ra- you both raise great points. Um, you know, certainly AC has uh, been on both sides of the fence. He has played by the rules and he's broken a few, a few rules in his day. So I think he is wise enough to find his way around any chicanery that Nick Halen could attempt to pull. But it's just, I just get nervous anytime anyone makes a stipulation like that because yeah. you realize... You know, you could slip on a banana peel. You could have mm-hmm. something very random happen because it doesn't mean that you have to get like knocked out. Right. It just needs to be three seconds. You know, one second you're just not thinking, and you know this whole thing goes away. So, uh, but history has also shown that just because you make those stipulations doesn't mean you lose. Yeah. You know, I, I think about one of the last times that stipulation was made in this company. It dealt with a certain all-star special ironically i believe they were fighting a team called the approved and um in that battle you know had they lost their manager would have ended up retiring well they didn't lose they won that match now their manager chose to retire but it wasn't because they lost the match yeah and so with that said i say ac mac do what you got to do. Bring all that you have as a former SHW champion and a former IWTV world champion and stake your claim in this company as the sole wrestler of the year. Well, uh, before I get to the main event and then we'll get wrapped up here, I do want to mention we did have a surprise appearance by none other than the real mean girl, Danny Jordan, made her return Ooh. to SHW. And she said, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. She emphasized it. Uh, she's healthy. She's been cleared to return to the ring. She was out with uh, injuries over the last year or two or whatever, however long it's been. Uh, But she's back. And not only that, but she's been in talks with the new boss man, Jake the Snake Roberts. And they are going to work together. And he has kind of let her take the charge here to revamp, reform, or just kind of form a a legitimate women's division 
Yes. And Southern Honor Wrestling, because she even said yes. herself, and we've said it for years, that she is the women's division. It's always somebody coming in to take on Danny Jordan. There has been a select few times, I'm wearing a Heidi Katrina shirt here tonight, where we have had uh, other women fight each other, where it's been, whether it's been Heidi Katrina and Lindsay Snow, or there's only been a select couple times. But typically, it's always been Danny versus somebody. And so she's pretty much been the women's division. But now I'm excited because she's calling out all the uh, Georgia female uh, competitors and just all across the indie scene throughout the country to come on in, let her know, reach out to her, and get involved with SHW, and let's really make this the best. I mean, we're already the best promotion in the state and the southeast, one of the best in the entire country. Why not add the uh, the women's division to that level, you know, put it to that level, you know, yes. and, and make the best women's division as well on top of being the best promotion. So I love it. We've been saying it for how long we've been doing. We just had our what three year anniversary on the podcast, years, right? That's yeah. right. That's and we've been right. saying it since like the beginning. So mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait to see what happens with, with that and how that all plays out. Uh, she was interrupted rudely. I might add by uh, the remarkable Ryan Rembrandt. And last time we saw him, I don't know if it was his past Rumble Jack or maybe the Rumble Jack before. I can't remember, but uh, it's very rare that we see him out in the ring at SHW. So I don't know what kind of point he was trying to prove, but why he would come out during that announcement to interview or to interrupt the real mean girl. I, I have no idea what he was trying to do there, but Danny laid him out. So that that uh, that pleased the crowd there in the in the uh, action building. So that was cool. But uh, anyways, after that, we finally got to our main event. The main event match for the SHW Championship, Gunnar Miller, the champion defending against the Priest of Punishment, Judas, um, in a match that we were wondering if it would ever get started Mm. because prior to the bell ever ringing, two referees were laid out. The fighting was happening all over the building, into the crowd. Uh, And then Todd Sexton, backstage official, who we've seen him referee a match before. He refereed, uh, was it Chip and Kyle? Mm -hmm. He refereed that match a little while back and... You know, we've seen him involved with some decision-making backstage and stuff like that. He comes out wearing a referee shirt. And uh, I'll let you guys... Right. We were out of referees at that point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Prater had already been taken out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paul Sanza, David Weekly got laid out by Judas. And uh, so here he comes in to officiate. And I'm thinking, oh, we're finally going to get underway. Finally hear a bell ring. And I'll let you guys take it from here. But uh, boy, oh boy, did we see some craziness unfold. Well, let's let's go back a minute. I know we're, we're going to get to the end of this, but Prater was taken out after Happy Madness decided I, to attack. That's right. So Black's girlfriend. I forgot mm-hmm. to mention that during the after the tag team championship match. Mm-hmm. What in the world were they thinking? We thought they, they were, were going to put Naja through a table. Instead, Sonny spotted Shannon, Joe's girlfriend, in the right. crowd, brought her in the ring, Your and that's when I thought, okay, the line was here, and you guys went way. You're way Wait. over here now. You went way over the line. Way okay. Over, over. Talk about making things personal. And luckily, Joe and Murder made the save and nothing happened to Shannon. Hmm. But poor Jamie Prater, wrong place, wrong time. Joe was in, Joe was fit to be tied and he was just going to grab anything that was moving and Somebody put it through a table. Yeah. Somebody was going to get these hands. Yes. And poor had to be the one. Now, back to the main event. Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back to the main event. I, I didn't even realize that the bill hadn't rang yet. I was, kind of trying to avoid being smashed myself so i was i was over on the other side of the ring i don't know where zach was somewhere we were somewhere i don't know 
next thing I know, Todd's coming in to uh, to officiate. And then, what the hell? Mm. I mean, I didn't have a whole lot to say then. I don't have a whole lot to say now. But the look on Todd's face as he looked Gunner in his eyes and just grinned, that evil little grin. The picture is on social media. If you haven't seen it yet, go check the Facebook page because it's right there, Facebook and Instagram. It's the, it's the picture that says it all. It's at that very moment where Todd Sexton showed his true colors. And GB, man, you've been saying it for – when did Todd yeah. join SHW? Like two years ago? Two years ago. And um, you've been you've been always – you always kind of had this feeling, didn't you? I, I, I did because, again, much like we talked about with Owen and Nadja, you know, when people come into your house – they, particularly if they've been in a rival place, they mm -hmm. come for a reason. And sometimes we get lulled into a false sense of security because they play the lawn game. And so, you know, think about that war that went down between SHW and, and Dishonor. And, you know, all of a sudden he comes out as the voice of reason, you right. know, the long game. Mm, I'll just wait and bide my time. And boy, did he ever. And, and anytime so, Judas would do anything crazy with the spike or anything, and the officials would come from the back, he was mm -hmm. always the one that, always would kinda, that would be able to talk Judas down. And he was him. never yeah. one to be afraid. Like everybody else was approaching Judas with caution, but Tom right. was just, yeah. oh, I'm just going to walk up to my my buddy over here and tell him to chill out. And And we all thought, oh, man, he's being a strong authoritative figure. You know, mm -hmm. but no, there was always a plan. I kind of feel like we went back in time to 1990 and we were on Graffiti Bridge in Canton because there were thieves in the temple, as Prince told us, because clearly there was some thievery going on here and it was that they bided their time. They figured out how are we going to steal the SHW championship? And as I mentioned on commentary, we might have been looking at the wrong person all along. Yeah. All this time, we have been looking at Corey Hollis. Corey may have been a decoy for the real one, which was either Judas or Todd Sexton. Yeah. But you know, that whole that whole thing played out like it was written that way. It was supposed to be that way. We ignored all the signs because Corey was the one. Corey was the one we couldn't trust. He was the one mm -hmm. that had been deceptive and, and all the time it was. It was and we didn't hear a thing from Corey in this show. Still haven't. Well, he's been Nothing. stabbed. He got stabbed in the eye at the last show. So I don't know how I long he'll Corey be I think Corey sacrificed himself. Yeah. Who knows? Corey sacrificed himself for whatever the greater good is. And now we're sitting in a world where Judas is the SHW champion. Yeah, all we know is that thanks to Todd Sexton, Judas is now your SHW champ. Uh, the poster has been released for next month. I don't know. Bless you again. Uh, I don't know if uh, if Judas will be in action, but he's on the poster, so I have a feeling he will be there. Todd's on the poster too, so I think he will be there. We do know we're going to have um, a couple more uh, tournament matches for the JTS Legacy Championship and, uh, yeah, we will see what happens June 9th at SHW 51. We've got a couple more episodes of this show, though, before we get to that show. And, man, what a wild and crazy night SHW 50 was. Again, new SHW champion, the Priest of Punishment, Judas, like it or not. And I definitely didn't like the way it happened. I don't think a lot of people did. 
but it's official. It's in the record books. He is the new champion. And, uh, yeah, what is Gunnar going to have to say about it next month? Is he going to be there next month? We'll find out. But uh, I will tell you this. We're going to wrap it up, and that's going to do it for our recap of SHW 50. Until we see you next time, this has been... SHW. This is our wrestling. Yeah. <laughs>